microphone check. Check, check, check. This is the Super Coin Brothers Podcast. Hosted by the Super Coin Brothers at Sahara Coins in Las Vegas. Thanks for listening in, guys. This is the second episode of Super Coin Brothers. Uh, today, we're here with another one of the Coin Brothers. So sit back, listen in, and here we go. We are here with Alex the Mad Greek Mavros. Uh, what's going on, Alex? Not too much. Just... uh Keeping the town busy, getting all their gold and silver, and uh, having some fun doing it. Yeah, man, that's for sure. I'll tell you, the markets are kind of crazy. We actually have a lot of great stuff today. Uh, the precious metals market is all over the place. We're going to discuss that uh, and much, much more, uh, a lot of it which you head up here. So, um, yeah, let's uh, get to it. But uh, before we get into that stuff, um, real quick, all the guys have a nickname. We've kind of dis- we've kind of discussed that. Yours is the Mad Greek. Now, you don't usually come off as a mad individual. Why Mad Greek? You know, I think the biggest thing is, as a kid, I was really into wrestling. As I grew, I kind of got out of, you know, being really into wrestling. But at the same time, growing up, I always said, if I was going to be a wrestler with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and all those guys, that was going to be my name, the Mad Greek. So uh, it just kind of stuck with me this whole time. Luckily, I don't have that persona. I don't really get too mad too often. Maybe like the Incredible Hulk, you know, it takes a lot to get me there. So just don't get me to that point. Um, but that's why they call me Alex the Mad Greek Mavros. Yeah, they get you to that point and you start threatening to DDT them. Uh, they break your flip-flops, I hear that. Exactly. Fast, but that, that has happened once or twice. Um, now, one of the things, you are one of the newer guys here with all of us Super Coin Brothers. Um, I actually knew you before you came into the store. Uh, we met on kind of a, uh, how would I say this, deliciously interesting uh, way. Uh, we met at a Yelp event that uh, your wife was an elite Yelper. And uh, I was, and my wife and I were there, and you, you and uh, your wife were there. And, I mean, go ahead. What, what happened that night? It was quite interesting. Wow. Uh, I don't really even know where to start, but let, let's start at the uh, the Burger GR, the Gordon Ramsay restaurant. That place was incredible. So uh, so you got you and your wife, you know, got sat down next to us, just kind of struck up the conversation, and we that really was We really didn't great. have a choice. Uh, if, we, if we back up one step, we were sat next to each other. Now, granted, we're not, you know, 125-pound, 5-foot-tall men. We are abnormally large, so we were uh, rubbing shoulders and elbows while inhaling the food, but that's part of it. Uh, upon that, we go to the CeeLo show over at the Planet Hollywood, and, you know, the Yelpers have a, a set seats, you know, inside the theater where the rest of the theater was pretty empty, uh, but literally our seats being next to each other, we were practically sitting on each other's lap, um, and that's being generous. So between, you know, Ray having his arm around my wife and asking permission, whoa, of whoa, course. Whoa, We had dinner first. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Uh, you know, then I had to put my arm on top of his arm, which kind of looked a little weird if you were sitting behind us, uh, on top of the fact that we had to kind of shuffle our legs to try and fit in there. So, you know, I, I went and talked to the usher, and, uh, you know, we took, took care of business the way Vegas people do, and all of a sudden we're sitting down uh, front row at the CeeLo event, uh, luckily, we dodged all the sweat bullets that he threw at us, and the rest is history. Yeah, that was really it, man. And then, uh, you know, not too long after that, you started here with us, and uh, things have gone great. Speaking of great, the metal market hasn't done so well in the last, uh, what, two days, really. What are we at? We're at uh, gold's at 12, 16, 20. Where's silver at? Well, you know, I, you know, for if you say great, I guess that depends on uh, whose whose end you're looking at it. That's true. The uh, the buyers are definitely coming in; they're loving it. I mean, we can't we can barely even keep it in the cases right now. Uh, Silver is actually about seventeen seventy nine right now, and literally just got done selling about uh, seven hundred American Silver Eagles. 
So between those, the silver ounces, the hundred ounce bars, uh, we're we're getting pretty depleted right now. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Seeing these numbers where they are. We got platinum at thirteen thirty three, palladium at eight oh nine. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things that we think could be affecting this market. Um, per one of our really good friends, Chad, over with uh, with live in Las Vegas on AM seven twenty, he sent us over an article that talks about the richest of rich are buying. Uh, 12 and a half kilo gold bars. They're buying them up like you and I would go get a bottle of water. Um, let's put it into perspective. Gold's at 12.16. That makes that bar worth $488,680 per bar. I mean, really? I mean, I got that in my back pocket, but you know. Right. We do have large pockets. We discussed the part of us about being larger, but I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, imagine the call to your wife on that one. You're like, hey, what's up, honey? Hey, I'm just going to stop by the store and spend a cool 480 grand on a, on a hunk of gold. I mean, would your wife go for that? Uh, of course. You know, as long as we get the uh, the airline miles to go with it. You know, that's... that way I can take her on a vacation to, you know, to hide that gold bar in another country, right? Yeah, that's going to be the only way that's going to work out for anybody. So yeah, man, with them being that expensive and all of these being purchased, I mean, I begin to question what's really happening. Now, is this just an opportune time for them to be buying this gold? Or could this be a form of manipulation? I mean, the money is what makes the market change like it is. Now, when you have lots of guys dumping half a million dollars in, it's going to suppress the market a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean, especially here in Vegas, all the money that flows around, um, you know, some of the different deals that, and we're able to facilitate a lot of these deals as well. So, you know, we see it happening on a daily basis and it's just, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy, especially when you have those conversations with the people that are moving that type of money. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of money to move. I'll tell you that. Uh, so backing up a bit here, going back to you and I, I know you'd mentioned that, you know, you grew up here and, and you've done a lot here in Vegas. Well, while you were growing up here, aside from your, you know, wrestling, um, I know that you had mentioned that you liked coins. I mean, you had not necessarily been deep into it, but you had seen your dad, you know, with coins and, and things like that. I mean, give me a little bit more on that. Well, you know, it was actually my uncle. You know, I did with my dad as well. I mean, we've got, you know, boxes of pennies that on Saturday mornings, uh, we, you know, we'd separate our pennies and quarters and wheat backs. Um, but it was actually my uncle that really got me interested for my birthday. And, you know, whenever he'd come over, he'd bring us something odd He'd bring us, you know, the mint sets, the proof sets, but he'd bring us some other, you know, odd coin varieties that, uh, you know, unfortunately is, is in a safe deposit box somewhere that I still haven't been able to track down. Um, but that was the kind of thing. It was, it was such a great time to be able to hang out with my dad, my uncle. So now to be back in the store is awesome. I, I really love that. Uh, it's a great opportunity for me to get back and start learning and also start giving back to some of the kids that, you know, come into the store. Now, with the giving back to the kids thing, um, I know you have kind of put together a, uh, a thing we're doing here at Sahara Coins with the coin collecting for kids books and, and events. Um, I know recently we had an event and it went pretty well from what I can see from my cave that I got back here. But uh, from your standpoint, being out in the middle of it, how'd it go? It was actually incredible. You know, the, the best feedback that I've had so far is the parents and grandparents and They've been calling me and emailing me all week and saying how perfect that event was for them. Uh, you know, it really gives the parents and the grandparents uh, an opportunity to sit down with their grandchild, their grandchildren, their kids, and just have a fun event. You know, I mean, so so much nowadays. You know, everybody's so detached with their iPads, their iTouch, their Samsung tabs, whatever it now may let's be. Let's not go too far. They're oh, probably oh, listening to this. There, exactly. We we do want to make sure that those sales continue for that. Uh, electronic world uh however uh it, it was a really great event i mean just all kinds of smiles laughs 
the kids were going for about an hour, hour and a half, just putting all the coins into their book. And as a matter of fact, our next event is set for October 25th. Uh, we're already sold out on that event. So we've added another event in November. I don't have the exact date at this moment, um, but we already have probably 10 to 15 kids that are already on the waiting list. So that's a pretty awesome feeling when you can create one of these events and you already have so much demand that the next two events are already full. Uh, and, and so with your help, we're actually looking at even uh, additional events uh, that you know take the Coin Collecting for Kids book and just kind of grow on top of that. Now, the events are awesome. I'm glad we're doing that stuff. But like really, when you, when you think about that, I mean, these kids are learning. They're learning things that I didn't learn until I came into this industry. I mean, what's, I mean people look at this and they go, well, someone's buying coins or someone's buying silver. There's a lot of value behind that. I know when I was a kid, I would, I'd be out selling lemonade and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'd take my $5, I mean, I'd go blow it on candy. I mean, what? let's be honest. If I took that $5 then every time I did it, I'd have a lot of money sitting around right now. Granted, that's not the case. So, you know, candy bars don't add up to anything except diabetes. So as far as this goes, I think that these kids are, are getting much more than just a, a simple, you know, day in the store with their parents. A lot of these parents and a lot of people are just starting to see people buying silver, gold. It's becoming more mainstream. I mean, it never used to be until we started getting into the, you know, a lot of the political issues that are going on are driving people to numismatics and to silver and gold and they're hoarding it and putting it away. I mean, we see how many different types of collectors you think we see in this store. I mean, oh, we could write a book on that probably every day. The uh, different types of personalities we get in here. It's uh, pretty entertaining to say the least, but but very fun, very fun as well. Yeah, it is definitely fun. Um, education wise, though, we're doing a lot of stuff. You got the kids thing going on. Uh, we're doing SCU. We've got the YouTube videos online, and now this. With this, I mean, really, we can we want to educate the masses. I don't want you walking into the store and feeling like someone's taking advantage of you. I mean, our whole point is to teach you. I don't care if you're on the opposite side of the country from us. We want these people to be able to just listen in and then go into their local coin store and make that guy that's been maybe taking advantage of them for a while second guess them. Well, you know, you touch on that point. I mean, we have customers that come in here every day that bring in these uh, these coin magazines, if you will, uh, whether it be gold, silver, uh, numismatic coins. And they are, I mean, just the, the gentleman that came in a couple weeks ago uh, had a piece of raw gold that they had in the in the magazine. They were outpricing it probably three, four hundred bucks. And, you know, you, you see how many people are being taken advantage of. So the great thing that we can now take to this platform that, you know, we can have people all over the country be able to contact us here at Sahara Coin that we may be able to facilitate some transactions where they know they're not being taken advantage of. They know they have somebody that they can trust, somebody that they can, they can learn from. I think it's an incredible opportunity for everybody. You know, there's a lot of things that we want to we want to start teaching people, um, one of which is that to make sure they're protecting not only their dollar, but really just their time. I mean, they're spending a lot of time getting, you know, taken is, is really the only way you can put that. Um, you know, so I got a question for you. I kind of asked Adrian some of this when we talked to him last time. Um, what kind of things now, now that you've been in this for a little while, I mean, what do you what do you like to look at that we have in the store? You know, one of the biggest things that I, that I like, and I'm, I'm learning obviously more every day and, you know, just some even even some of the videos that you've been doing on YouTube um, are educating me. So, you know, I, I love the silver. I mean, to, to hold the silver and the gold in my hands and and realize just the different history, uh, some of the different, you know, coins from the, the you know, the Roman Roman century, uh, some of the Greek coins, just, just the history. All the Greek coins. There's no bias there. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I love me some Greek coin there. Um, but all the, the history and even the, the currency, the bills 
the amount of people that those bills have, have gone through, the transactions, the situation, just everything. I mean, it just, if, if those bills or if those coins could talk, um, you just think about it. That, that's kind of stuff that's really starting to interest me as I learn the history. And uh, it's fun. You and know? Especially in this city, if those coins could talk, they Ooh. wouldn't talk. I mean, that, that was, that uh, was that a no deal years ago. If you knew where they came from, it would probably true. be the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, isn't that the truth? Um, yeah, I mean, I noticed that, you know, we, we get busy in here, so we don't always get the time to go look at coins and, and you know, really figure out what we like. But uh, if you if you were recommending to just one of the people listening to this, kind of the next step to take, once they first get into it, they discover they like silver. I mean, what what's your next step? I mean, where do you go, hey, I really like this after silver? I mean, I'm a Morgan Dollar guy. I like tone Morgan Dollars. That's what I like. Um, where Where do you see yourself going? You know, I like the Buffalo nickels. The nickels are cool. I mean, the, there's some different artists out there that that take these nickels. Some of the, the the hobo art on the nickels from the past. I mean, just it's just really exciting to me on those. So I'm learning a little bit more on that. So just kind of, really kind of just haven't really picked that exact coin yet. So far in my next uh, to do list and 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 learning is that Buffalo nickel. Um, yeah. The, the the other thing I wanted to talk to you about again. This is something that we'll probably mention with all of the guys. Is you know we have a pretty steady crew here. I mean we've got a we've got a, a small group of guys in comparison to a lot of stores, so to speak. You would go into um, everybody's pretty good about about you know knowing about all these things that either we carry or even stuff we don't carry. I mean aside from the store, completely aside from the store, there's a lot of knowledge that has to go into this. Now we tend to do things a little different here. We don't. Um, how do I say this without offending anybody? We don't we don't do things how your grandpa's you know old store that he used to go to does things. We try to keep things fun in here. I mean, you'll walk in here and it, there's not one day that one of us isn't razzing one another about something. Uh, and and lately it's been our fantasy football. Um, you know, I know you and I are both in a couple of leagues and have made some uh, rather terrible decisions with fantasy football. But um, one of our really good customers, I won't name any names, but uh, he came in and he mentioned fantasy football, and it's just kind of interesting because. Uh, everybody chimes in. I mean, I felt bad for the guy because he made a move that was just, you know, not the wisest. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, with fantasy, it's fun, and you get everybody chiming in from the guy sitting in the uh, the booth selling his coins to uh, to Ray back in his cave over here. You know, you hear some of these these pickups and drops, and everybody uh, becomes uh, Mel Kiper. So, yeah, you know, Mel everybody Kiper. puts in their two cents. Oh, isn't that the truth? Two cents, literally. Uh, anyways, man, no, I appreciate that we were able to sit down and talk about this. Um, I know we're going to be putting together some more stuff to talk about that's going to really, you know, be educational and help people out in general, not necessarily guided towards our store. Um, but I wanted everybody to get to know you, Alex, the Mad Greek Mavros, which, by the way, one last thing about that. Uh, I noticed in the photo that we actually used for our, our site here, um, you're holding a bottle of Windex. Well, here's the thing. Greeks uh, are a little superstitious. So, you know, if, if anybody listening has seen the movie, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which to tell you the truth is very, very true. Uh, I just got married to my beautiful wife, uh, October of last year. Um, and we had a big, fat, huge Greek wedding. Um, we didn't do the lamb in the front yard, but as we mentioned with the Windex and the movie, uh, we are very superstitious. So, um, on, on another show, sometimes I can, I can bring some of those up, but that's kind of the uh, how the Windex came about. And uh, for those of you that haven't seen the movie, incredible movie. And I have heard uh, from some unnamed sources that there's going to be a part two. So uh, keep your eye open for that. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys.